Welcome to Lights On Podcast. My name is Mitra Minesh. I help people who are ready to end their suffering realize that there is a good chance that they're living in survival mode, no matter what they know and what they own. I also help them to transform their lives from being a survivalist to becoming an attentionist, a new word and a new way of being in the world. So let us take a mindful listen together. This episode is about saying no. One of the topics that I hear over and over again, no matter where I am, maybe in a workplace, doing training or executive coaching or working with individuals, I keep saying and seeing that there is a problem with saying no. And if you look at the deeper reason of why we don't say no comfortably, well, maybe correct that, we actually do say no, but at the end of the road when we've just had enough. But one of the reasons is because when you live in a fearful state and when you live in survival mode, as I call it, then it becomes very difficult to say no because there is a fear of being rejected or rejecting someone. There is a fear of disappointing people and or being disappointed. There are a lot of memories of hearing no, which maybe we associated with not being liked or not being good enough. And also we fear that we may lose people if we say no to them. And let me correct that and, and say that when I need to say no, and need is a strong word I'm using, I need to say no, but I don't. And I push myself and I push myself and I push myself, especially if this is an ongoing relationship. What happens is I eventually you become resentful of people that I want to say no to or I need to say no to, but I don't. And somebody will pay for that. If it is me, I probably internally will have a lot of turmoil. If it is you that I wanted to say no to and I didn't, then you will hear or see the wrath of me. I start resenting you and saying things and doing things that are very inappropriate and very unkind. So I want to take your attention to the really deeper reason that the reason we don't say no, beside all the um, superficial reasons that we usually say, oh, I don't want to disappoint people. I want to be nice. I don't think I want to break their heart. And all those reasons that are really at the surface, maybe that's the reason. But the deeper reason is that I'm just afraid that fill in the blank. I'm just afraid because I live in survival mode. So let me bring your attention to a different way of looking at saying no. 
if you pay attention, if you become aware of your choices as an attentionist, and if you've listened to my podcast, you know that, that that's the word that I really work with a lot and I've created a lot of um, teachings and learnings around it. Basically, it means a person that is aware of their choices and they exercise the right to choose and choose well for themselves and eventually for people around them and the world at large. So when I become aware of that, then our association, my association with saying no completely changes. Now I may be seeing saying no as having healthy boundaries or as a a way of respecting, respecting you because I don't want to be angry with you eventually or lose it so-called or because I respect myself. Because don't forget every time that we say no to ourselves we're saying yes to somebody else. And every time we say yes to somebody else by force, we're saying no to ourselves. So the association changes and we give the word no a uh, more positive and healthier energy so that we can work with it. But we can only do that when we are not living in survival mode and scarcity of thinking, oh my God, if this and that happens, I will not be able to survive. And I know survival is an extreme word that I'm using here, but believe it or not, in that moment when we act out of fear, we truly believe that some part of our survival is in danger. It could be just social survival. It could be um, familial survival. It could be workplace survival, but we are truly believing in that moment of fear that we're going to lose things, people, if we say no to them. And it may be true according to our memory or things that we have witnessed. And the reason for that is that normally, because our association with saying no has been negative, We have seen or said no when we have not been able to access our kind self, our kind energy. So it may be true, uh, because when I say that, normally somebody says, but that's not true. When I said that last time, this and that happened. And my question to them is, how did you say no? And they said, no, I was, I was polite. <laughs> and I say, okay, and were you kind? And that's a different question than politeness. So what I'm trying to say is we need to really consider saying and hearing no as part of our healthy everyday living and it's, it is our natural inheritance, and we have many. You're going to hear a lot of natural inheritances that I'll bring to your awareness, and saying no is one of them. All right, I talked about saying no to other people. How about receiving no as an answer? 
Correct. That's exactly where we receive it. We receive it sometimes as rejection and as a negative kind of um, energy from people. Whereas it could be that true, I always say there, it's quite possible that people are either um, not able or not wanting to say yes to me. And that's quite understandable. If you come right to the other side and, and put yourself in their position, you'll see that quite often that you want to say no to someone and it has nothing to do, okay, most of the time, it has nothing to do with their credibility as a human being or their value as a human being. Sometimes I simply don't have capacity to be with people. And it doesn't matter who they are, I just can't. Or sometimes I really can't do what they're asking me to do. It's got nothing to do with what I think of them. It has something to do with what I can uh, afford at that time. And again, sometimes it is because I have chosen not to be with these people and not to say yes to them. And we need to have allowance very interesting word I'm using. We need to have allowance for that in our life. When our livelihood, when our credibility and our value has nothing to do what people think of us, then it becomes much easier to take no as an answer. And also seeing no the same way I was really considering no when it was me giving it as something healthy, boundaryful, we really allow that for other people too. So it becomes a completely uh, a common and healthy way of living our lives, receiving and giving no as an answer. It is quite acceptable. It is the way life is. And I hope that you somehow consider including no in your everyday life and see if that changes the way you show up in life with yourself. All right, let me take a deep breath with you and say that if I was a listener, I would say, okay, that sounds good, but how do I say no? And you may have heard me repeat this uh, three-step kind of formula that I have created for offering no to people that um, I have to say no to. The first step is clarity, because sometimes we want to say no, but we're not really sure. And our no is a little N and little O. And that probably is a yes in disguise. So I would spend some time contemplating and clarifying what my actual answer is. And sometimes it's a capital N and a little O. So it's in the middle. It may go this way. It may go that way. And sometimes it is capital N, capital O, underlined and bold. So that is the no that I'm referring to, that I know that my answer is a true 
complete no. That's the clarity that I'm looking for. So that's a step number one. That works, that really is a work that is on your side. It's got nothing to do with them. You haven't even started communicating with them. It is a work that you need to do uh, at your end. Step number two is communicating your no to whoever you need to communicate it to. And because you're seeing and you're changing your relationship with no, and because you're seeing it as something healthy, as something respectful, as something that is part of everyday life, then it becomes easier to offer, and I'm using this word very particularly, to offer your answer in a kind and firm way. So kind and firm. Usually we're either firm and unkind, or not so firm and kind. But I'm mixing the uh, too healthy side of saying no, which is firm and kind and offering the answer to the person that is asking us for something. And the third step is consistency. Consistency means, especially in the beginning, when you're not used to saying it or the person is not used to receiving a no from you, it will be a lot of back and forth, perhaps, um, however they offer it to you. It will be complaining, it will be insisting, it will be repeating, however it is, they may go at it different ways, uh, wanting to receive a yes that they're used to receiving from you, or maybe it's the way you're offering your answer. Whatever it is, there is a need for consistency. And by that, I don't mean losing it again. I mean, no matter how many times and no matter how they come back and ask you, your answer needs to stay firm and exactly the same answer as you offered them in the first place. So clarity, communication, and consistency. That's my formula, and I hope that somehow it will serve you and it will help you to incorporate saying no in your attentionist life and letting go of a sense of fear and living in survival mode, believing that if you say no, something bad will happen and uh, you will be rejected or not, not liked or not included. And uh, I have um, a very vivid experience, both personally and professionally, that when we incorporate saying no and when we say it kindly and firmly, and consistently, we develop a kind of a relationship that may not have been there. There is a sense of respect for our no and a celebration of our yes. So I hope that this episode serves you. And until the next time, please pay attention to your attention. If this episode served you, and if you would like to pay it forward, 
please share or rate our podcast so that it can reach more people. On behalf of my incredible team, I thank you for your presence.